Hello and welcome to Bangalore Pitch. Hello, Subhu. Hey, how are you? Doing good. All right. So, what are we going to talk today? What else? <laughs> <laughs> the most uh, happen happening or happened event. <laughs> right. So, uh, did you celebrate the tenth year anniversary of iPhone? Uh, not really. So. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, the the first thing I got impressed was uh, the uh, the Steve Jobs Theater. Ah, okay. Yeah. And uh, I think they should have. I mean, I don't know if they will probably they they will release one more like uh, inside scoop, right? Uh, you uh, mean how, the how the theater was built, what sort of technology is in place? Uh, I, I'm sure. I mean, there will be ton of articles will be written on that. <laughs> I mean, not just articles, just yeah. like a. Sort of a 3D visual tour kind of. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sure they'll because I I think there are already we see a lot of drone footages uh, from outside. Yeah. So I probably will start. I mean, I I I don't think it is officially uh, opened for everybody to start working there and stuff like that, which I don't know actually. I'm not very sure about okay, that. Okay, maybe. Mm. Uh, but uh, but and the, this is kind of uh, probably the first peak for general public to just go ahead and then take a look at it. The, New arena and uh, new offers and stuff like that. So I'm I'm not really sure is it officially opened or not. Actually. Okay. So <coughs> I think it all started with uh, uh, like a good announcement, especially the one I am more excited. Yeah, you just want to say at least uh, what we are going to talk about it today for people who are not I following. Mean, we, I think we, we spoke about Steve Jobs Theater. <laughs> we need to mention more. <laughs> right. Okay. It is about their uh, yearly event. Yeah, it's uh, about the yeah. September special event. Yeah. yeah. So what I was to, what I was saying was I was pretty excited. I think the one product which really excited me was uh, uh -huh. the the watch. Series three, All right? Okay. Uh, with the cellular capability, right. I think more than the other products, especially the iPhone ten, mm -hmm. uh, this excited me more. Okay. Uh, because of the ability of you need not carry, uh, let's say, if you want to, I mean, if you are jumping like for a quick run, or let's say, I mean, go get out for a quick grocery shopping, right. you don't right. need to really carry your phone everywhere. Yeah. That's a big relief. Correct. Uh, yeah. At uh, least, right. Yeah. And also, it is a kind of a very little distraction, I think, actually, right? Uh, probably don't need to carry around the phone and uh, uh, just protruding in your pocket and you're doing some shopping and I don't know. I mean, I always feel a little irritated wherever I want, I should need to carry a phone that doesn't really excite me. <laughs> yeah. I, what you're saying essentially is that based on the activity, you would like to have a choice of device seamlessly irrespective of whether... Uh, whether the capability of like like should I just not think about in terms of should I carry a phone or should I carry a watch and something like that where you, if you're going for a run and then you want to listen to music and then you want to record it and then uh, have a capability to track the run and stuff like that so pretty much you are done with your phone and which has got an LTE access right so that's essentially what you're trying to say right like yeah, uh, based on a based on a particular task, irrespective of the device, you would like seamlessly like to use them as independently actually. Yeah, independently and also I think uh, you don't need to <coughs> I mean carry a phone uh, I mean to get some messages or make a quick call. Right, uh, right, yeah. You're on the run, right? right. Because I, I am not a regular runner. Okay. I'm not even a regular runner. I don't run at all. So okay. Uh, but I see many runners, especially in, in the community where I live, uh -huh. they are all holding an iPhone in their hand or yeah. whatever phone they are carrying. True, right? true. Uh, yeah. Sometimes awkwardly strapped onto their, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, shoulder, which looks like <laughs> pretty big and lousy. Yeah. Or they will keep holding there in their hand, actually. Right? True, yeah. Like, I've seen many I think people. it is all know. just to, I think most of them listen to music. Yes. And maybe to get those occasional alerts. Yeah. And maybe they are all attached to the phone. They, they feel like as though they, <coughs> if they leave for one hour, something, well, something like shattering is going to happen. <laughs> they lose something, right? I, I really don't understand why. True. Right? Yeah. That's but I think music is something which is probably is there in the current yeah. uh, in series two as well, I believe. True. Uh, yeah. But I think with this, uh, the exposure to their entire collection. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the capability to sync. Or uh, like if you, whatever well, Apple Music. Did they mention how many songs you can still locally sing? Uh, I I think the lines are blurring. It, it, at some point you need not even worry about whether you have them locally or coming in out because I think the whole point they're trying to drive there is that 
you take a carrier uh, tie up which is like about $10 a monthly LTE bill right. and uh, you should be technically have access to all the music what you have in Apple Music actually right mm. so it's just like kind of uh, just complete library so what is it means is you can pretty much stream the entire thing, entire thing yeah right so th that's kind of uh, goes hand in hand like both this both the tie up with the operator as well as the kind of so the 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 background nitty gritty of uh, Apple Music, which is running inside, what should take care of in terms of uh, what songs to basically cache and give you next and stuff like that. So and it should, just kind of gives you a complete like a complete access to your entire library as it is. Actually. Right. Okay. So <clears throat> that that was I think uh, then I think there were some very key announcements on uh, the health aspects of yeah right uh, watch, yeah right? yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, we have been see, seeing this trend of, by Apple, wherein that I mean, though initially it started out with more of a style quotient and the health accessory part. Now I think more and more uh, we are seeing it moving towards in a kind of a health accessory. I'm not saying it's not a style accessory, but I'm saying it's just more like the focus is in terms of because they have not changed the design as much as what we would thought. Actually, I was at least thinking that for. Uh, for this year, probably the design might probably become slightly smaller and slightly in the squarish might slightly go and stuff like that. But those things are not happening. So that kind of gives me a clear indication that just this, the more focus is happening around in terms of how do we add more, pack them with more sensors or give them a software services which can basically monitor uh, the sensor data and give you more predictive analysis in terms of your health and wellness and stuff like that. So it's just moving in that direction wherein make use of that data and then how we can uh, tightly integrate with other health services which the Apple phone provides and stuff like that. So in that way, I think it is kind of moving in that direction actually. And I think uh, uh, they also, uh, uh, I mean, talking a lot about the accuracy of the heart rate sensor and right, how yeah. it can be uh, yeah. used even for some critical health applications, right? True, uh, true, yeah. And I think there was some example about uh, how it can uh, help detect like a stroke kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. It can yeah. automatically alert. Those are like yeah. pretty interesting, especially for senior citizens. Right, right. Uh, and I think this could be like a, like a necessity they can wear, right? Right. They can do so many things, even like say, I mean, the health aspects of the watch seems to be pretty exciting, actually. Correct, yeah. Uh, and with all the Siri capabilities and you can make a call yeah. uh, when you're in like say, an emergency situation, those are like really, really exciting actually. True. And I'm I mean, sure uh, a lot of people is going to come with sort of an app which right. can enable that actually. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, we've been saying this, right? So we've been saying that all these health accessories in the market, they're collecting data, but they're not giving you a value-added software services which can be built, the kind of intelligence can be built based on the data. It's something what we have been saying. But now we are at, at the third generation, we are actually seeing that kind of happening, like wherein you're seeing that more how, uh, I mean, some of the apps can be, you know, able to use the sensor data and provide you the predictability in terms of uh, either you're based on your heartbeat reading or, or any other data which is getting collected. I mean, like, the, those are some of the key area what, what we've been complaining about, actually, right? Right, okay. And I think, uh, coming back to the calling aspect, uh, uh -huh. uh, they basically introduced, they, or is they, are they the first one to introduce this eSIM thing? No, no, Samsung has been using it for a while. Okay. But which, with which product? Uh, I think their watch, uh, uh, I don't exactly remember the model name. Right now, but the, the their oh, watch. The one which had uh, cellular capability. Yeah, and that. Not the recent one. Not the discontinued one, I believe. Right? No. I, I don't know actually. I, I'm not really sure about. It, but I think, I, as far as I've seen, that is the only thing on LTE which has come with the electronic SIM and stuff like that. But I was. But looks like uh, the the carrier uh -huh. uh, who is going to be your carrier, right? Mm -hmm. They are going to charge you additional. Is what I I've been reading at least in US. Yeah, so for for LTE data access, you have to pay another ten dollars monthly. Mm. So that is kind of not for the calling capability. I I think the calling will automatically become possible because most of these carriers are transferring voice via LTE. So Vivo LTE oh, is right. what most of the carriers are doing it. So calling actually becomes much more like for uh, for all these ISPs, calling will become like kind of an subsidiary service, mm. which is like data becomes the primary selling for them actually. 
And also even even roaming is not available for the watch is what I I, I don't know what um, especially maybe it's not a problem within the country uh-huh. but if you like say go on an international travel or something all right okay I think uh, the ro- ro- roaming aspects probably doesn't cover the uh, I I don't know I'm not maybe, seeing I don't know I mean I have to read up the eSIM technology how it works uh-huh. uh, maybe it's related to that we don't know I yeah I don't know because uh, because they also clearly said it's not going to be available in many countries right I They're think the targeting ch- yeah because the challenge could be uh, if they are rolling out with AT&T uh, if you are moving in a country where there is no partnership between AT&T and that carrier a local carrier then it okay. becomes a challenge for them to roll that out but i mean between e-sim and the regular traditional sim the difference is something like wherein uh, the OEM manufacturer puts in the sim uh, within the device itself like that is some trend we have i mean the 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 gsm's gsm for i mean the the consortium has been pushing for this technology for a while i was a little surprised that it is uh, it's not announced on the phone but it is at least announced on the watch particularly first right. actually yeah so uh, what it essentially does is, is exactly does the same thing like gives an operator to dynamically uh, read write their uh, uh, their settings based on the sim via via the carrier network settings and stuff like that. so it, there is no essentially there is not much difference in terms of technology wise as it is apart from you need not have an additional st- physical slot for a sim and stuff like that so in terms of technology it's not a, i mean it's not dynamically changing anything but it could be in terms of partnerships or having an ability to activate it at the first time and stuff like that because if you have a physical tray you can always go buy that you can buy a sim from ex- from the provider and then you can just load them automatically and so if if you don't have that it needs to be probably activated via the operator and stuff like that so that could be one i mean change in terms of how you, in behavioral behavioral in terms of how you use and activate the device and stuff like that okay anything else we miss on the apple watch uh, i think in the price wise it's probably same as uh, the current watch i guess right, right, right and yeah. they are reducing the price of the existing uh, series 2 oh i didn't see that yeah it was about 35 bucks yeah, some, less yeah, yeah, right, some, right. yeah. i think it's just kind of uh, like if you if you want really the calling capability and uh, and uh, i mean the basically if you want to have the lte then you go to the really top end of the spectrum and if you just want to have something like wherein so, as an accessory yeah. with the phone then you probably be in the middle uh, middle which is the old uh, uh, series 2 right right and then if it is like you if you're really looking at something like as a entry level to entry but, to the uh, smartphone series 3 uh, works with even the older iPhones right like 6s yes 7 yes, yeah sure right. yeah okay it does it does nothing to do with no uh, iphone 8 or 10 mm-hmm. okay as far as I've, i remember okay. said there is so then i am actually looking forward to it probably this is uh, the time <laughs> if, if at all the calling thing i don't know when it's going to come in india it may even take a year yeah possible yeah possible uh, because yeah. they have to probably have some deals with the the, with the carriers yeah uh, right. so i, I mean if, if not for the for the for the for the kind of uh, billing part but it is more in terms of like in terms of how do you activate it and then mm-hmm. bundle it with the existing service Correct, and then yeah. some stuff like that yeah and i think considering apple watch is not that like popular in india uh, i don't know whether apple will take that extra pain unless carrier wanted to actually make a move and yeah, uh, do it yeah it's primarily because how carriers are looking at that as a, are they looking at as an another opportunity but i think the price point will still probably an issue uh, i think it still will cost around 30k something right yes and, you're right yeah the, now the other challenge with this is i don't know if you buy this uh, in us can will it work the carriers here it should work because i think the lte broadband i mean the band structure they have put there just looks like seems to be very exhaustive actually one it should it should work actually but how do you activate that esim is an issue yeah that that's that's exactly why the local uh, isps needs to be whether they are are they geared to do that or like how are they ready to build it with your existing yeah, right. existing same and stuff like that. so that's something which needs to be looked at it actually how so maybe it will not come at least for next one year is what i think i don't know no i mean if but i think the, the market uh, is very small yeah, volume very small but i think series 2 has been selling i think uh, probably 
if not great numbers it's pretty decent sales they may be getting here i've i've Because seen I see like many people have wearing it uh, yeah, yeah apple watch especially yeah. in offices and even in uh, in the place where i live right yeah okay a lot of people wear it yeah i've seen a lot of women also yeah women especially maybe yeah. it's a style accessory or I, yeah i don't know i don't know what they i i've at least really yeah for. i've at least in bangalore i've seen more women using it than men actually mm. no maybe i think if uh, i mean instead of spending let's say 15k or 20k on a fitbit uh uh-huh. additional 10k you get a much more better device right? yeah absolutely I mean, far better device yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean a different league altogether yeah so that may be a big motivation i guess maybe anyway yeah so enough on watch um it's more on to i think there was a brief announcement or a not a great announcement on on uh, apple tv right right uh, yeah their uh, hdr support yeah hdr and 4k and dolby supports has been yeah, added, yeah. Yeah. it's like both the audio video has been like and uh, the cost has kind of moved up i mean i'm really surprised how they why But i think they keep somewhere. telling about uh, it's like the next revolution i don't see any revolution <laughs> there to be to no be i i think that is in the sense in terms of like people are really cord cutting and they are moving in terms of uh, watching video from various sources that is like a clear trend we are seeing actually uh, wherein people are moving to either netflix amazon prime or any other uh, sources mm. for uh, for the prime time and uh, that is something which is really so in that sense i think a tv is having an additional device which can basically plow through all the services and give you a single authentication mechanism and stuff like that that i think is really a revolution in terms of uh, theoretically but the box as it is as an apple tv if you just compare them with roku or apple uh, yeah. with that, that there is no revolution in terms of between these boxes as it is Yeah that's what i mean i mean yeah. why did they uh, they keep claiming that they as though they have invented something superior here right i mean especially there were a few interesting things i saw uh, on the sports side uh-huh. uh, where you can actually while you are trying to watch something if you see a sport you can see the score right there yeah, and so you can really decide whether you want to see those are some yeah the, the app platform is pretty strong right. actually mean, yeah okay uh, and i think they did also showcase some uh, games around that yeah i mean especially the one which is a high res uh, games on the tv which is like yeah the, i mean high res is really important it's interesting because i think uh, many of them in us would have already upgraded to an uh, 4k, 4K mm-hmm. and probably they are not watching any 4k content right now or they might be watching here and there few 4k content from youtube or any other providers or are ripping their own blue blue ray and stuff so like that so this question i had so if let's say if you have like a small tv uh-huh. i mean small like say 14 inch 14 inch 4k tv yeah okay uh, will you really see any big difference between uh, a normal hd and 4k on on that size um it depends on the content if you are watching sports which is specially made for 4k or if or we start with 4k yeah or if you are watching something like a nat geo or uh, uh, some of those some of those uh, especially short well understanding the medium uh, with the multiple camera angles and everything then you will probably see the difference but if you are watching something like an a serial or uh, like a movie movie you will probably see a slight bump but i i'm really between 1080 and 4k movie i don't think there's not much of a difference but if there are specially made programs you will should you should be able to definitely see a okay uh, impact actually so uh, yeah i think that's pretty much it i guess so uh, moving on to the core announcement uh, uh-huh. obviously two iPhones were launched right yeah um, i mean te- technically three probably three? if you add plus uh 8 plus yeah, so actually okay. two but there's one uh, plus always there right okay so 8 8 plus and the iphone 10 10 yeah right uh, so they left 9 <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so i think uh, but did you notice microsoft also was not having a um, windows 8 they jumped into 10 also what's the issue with 9 i don't know <laughs> I was just asking you. <laughs> I mean, I know they are uh, probably they are little uh, sentimental about 13. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know what's the issue with uh, that. No, for Apple justification could be something like they have been moving adding these numerals into all the products 
and uh, probably this is a 10th year so they just want to put a 10 i don't know actually but i'm just guessing this could be a reason but uh, it was a little surprised the or the coincidence of in terms of microsoft skipping 9 and right. apple okay. saving <laughs> okay so uh, 8 was pretty much uh, a minor upgrade yeah uh, in terms of processor yeah processing obviously whatever they call the 11 bionic Processor. Yeah, and uh, there is a true tone display which they've added actually, which is slightly, okay. you'll see a small difference in terms of uh, color. Color. Okay. Yeah. And color uh, depth especially. Obviously, the not a great innovation from Apple. <laughs> it's been very widely used, the wireless charging. Ah, the wireless charging, uh, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, to enable it, they have made it all glass. Correct, yeah. Uh, right. I mean, yeah. So, I think that's pretty much it on iPhone 9. I think great. Yeah, I, and probably the HDR photograph they have improved, the photographs which they have improved. Yeah. And there are other uh, minor improvement in terms of better sensor for, right. uh, for better sensor than the previous platform. Uh, I think there are minor uh, hardware and software upgrades. I mean, they just put together, it makes a, I mean, it's, it makes a compelling device if you are not looking at 10 as your, Right. And if you're probably in 6 or uh, 5, uh, you're in iPhone 5 or 6, then probably it is a more compelling upgrade for you to go for 8 yeah, I think or 8. If you're on 6, uh, it makes a. Uh, yeah. Not even 6s, I would say. Yeah. Because 6s is a pretty, pretty good, good device, yeah. Uh, 6 maybe, if you're looking for upgrade 8, maybe a better option. Yeah. 8 uh, or 8 plus would be uh, an option unless, for you. Unless uh, you like the nudge in iPhone 10, which we will talk about. <laughs> <laughs> The notch. <laughs> nudge or notch, whatever. <laughs> it really nudges people, I think. Do not buy it, maybe. So, uh, yeah, so 8 is definitely like the usual incremental updates. Yeah. And probably with iOS 11, it, it may be a very good device. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, eight, eight, is, 8 plus would be a good device. I think. Absolutely. So, if it, it actually goes as a contextual, like you said. No, if it depends, like if you are in 5 or you are in 6, and you want to upgrade, it makes an inevitable upgrade because both in terms of processor, there is a single core which is on par with the desktop. And now they have added the A11 chips which are like, even the multi-cores are on, on par with the desktop. So and a, a MacBook Pro uh, released with uh, Intel i5, 2.3 gigahertz is uh, like, I mean, this new iPhone 8 chips are beating that kind of configuration actually. Right, okay. So they are like in terms of on par with an uh, hi-fi desktop. So if you are like on probably on iPhone 5 or 6, then it makes a really compelling upgrade for you, the processor bump on the screen and everything. But they are still not actually uh, giving like a sort of uh, like say Samsung's DeX sort of a thing, right? No, they yeah. Still uh, not uh, making yeah. like a dock or something. No, no, not in terms of like uh, the usage yeah, wise. Yeah, but right. yeah. I mean in terms of capability. Yeah, capability. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right, okay. In terms of like, if you are like looking at like the powerhouse in terms of the the tasks, what MacBook Pro i5 can handle, uh, your iPhone A8, I mean iPhone 8 could handle slightly better than those actually. So in terms of like the core multi-core availability as well as in terms of the 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 workhorseness of like in terms of either browsing with Safari or like you're doing something which is like very high intensive tasks which are performing. So the the Geekbench is kind of a tool which basically mm -hmm. does a benchmark of this. So the the new A8 chips are basically, I mean the new A11 chips are beating those uh, MacBook Pros which are coming in 20, early 2017 actually. So which is a very uh, impressive, phenomenal bump. We have not seen that kind of numbers coming in Android, uh, even from Google Pixel doing that yet actually, yeah. Right. So uh, <clears throat> obviously that's all about eight. Uh, then let's let's come to the phone. Uh, yeah, the ten. Yeah. 10. <laughs> uh, and I think that was uh, the usual. They started saying one more thing, and uh, I think uh, Tim Cook said that that one more thing is like. I mean, they have a lot of respect for the word probably because Steve Jobs used it. <laughs> <laughs> so it means that something phenomenal is, is going to be announced. Right? Uh, in many ways, I think they have kind of a templatized the, the tech product announcements actually. Yeah, right, yeah. If you see off, off late, whichever products are, I mean, announced on the screen with a lot of uh, hangama, like, I mean, like a lot of fanfare, uh, that's basically like kind of follows exact verbatim 
the Apple presentation style, actually. I've seen that even in Tesla doing something when they release their latest uh, model, right? Like, right. Uh, so they have like, their own style, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's just kind of exactly the, the presentation goes in the Apple style, actually. Yeah, I think the key was uh, especially even the theater, right? Mm. Uh, even the stage, everything right. is like, Sort of like, say, as you said, as a template, right? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. The gray carpet, what they put on the on the dais. Yeah. And all those big screens in the back. True. It's like typical, whatever. Maybe Steve Jobs has sort of written all these notes and said this should not be ever changed until <laughs> <laughs> the company exists or something. No, yeah, many ways. Like, I think uh, the kind of a presentation was like, we've been seeing this for about, at least we've been following it for 10 years now, so... Right, yeah. Every year we're seeing this. So you want to go a little deeper on iPhone 10? Yeah, obviously. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's all about the display. And, right. Uh, now I think they are cle clearly saying uh, it is an edge to edge display. Yeah, it's the they first OLED screen from right. Apple. Yeah. So. And uh, they have not left any edge, right? Um, almost pretty much the entire phone is covered, yeah. including right. the top. Um, if you look at Samsung S8 or other devices, which say, they still have like a small uh, sort of a bezel on top and bottom. Yeah. And uh, only difference between a Galaxy and this, what I see is they have not gone for the for the side uh, wherein you don't have the display which just bends into the sideways where the ah, display right, continues. Yeah. That doesn't happen on this. But wherein the, it goes, the display is like Maybe bezel to bezel. Maybe I think Samsung has a pattern on it. We don't know. Yeah. I'm just only saying that in terms of the difference actually. Right. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, it definitely looks uh, much brighter. Uh, probably, it should be an amazing display. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe as good as S8 or if not even better. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the, the there are a few things which is a big change uh, if you are an iPhone user. Uh, is obviously the lack of the home button. Right, yeah. I mean, the... The touch ID has been... Yeah, touch ID and the home button basically has, has gone. gone. Yeah, right. Uh, more than the touch ID, I think, <coughs> uh, the home button is a big, big uh, learning curve probably people have to live with for some time or they have to really learn yeah. uh, when they get the new one. True. Uh, then obviously, uh, touch ID gone and it's been replaced with uh, face ID. So you want to talk about face ID, how it works? Uh, that seems to be... Like some solid innovation there, actually. Yeah, so, I mean, like, uh, it's like basically like a combination of they have got something like uh, uh, infrared and then there is a, there is amount of certain amount of uh, uh, pixel beaming and infrared and a combination of things. So, basically, what they're trying to do here is that irrespective of whether you're in a dark or you're in a brighter space, they are trying to basically use... Uh, I mean, use the infrared beamed into your face, which can basically give a face depth for uh, for their machine learning algorithms to understand and learn your face and stuff like that. So it's like basically like, um, so when you, like you, how you set up your touch ID, you will first initially basically set up your face ID to unlock the device. So, uh, so the, the, the kind of... Uh, it's like as soon as you pick up the device and then you just look at it, whichever angle you are looking at it, the device should be able to basically unlock it and then get you to the home pay, home uh, without even you realize that you have unlocked and stuff like that. So that's a kind of an, a kind of a very intuitive way they are looking at unlocking and then putting you on the device and stuff like that. So it's done com using combination of technologies, uh, like what we said is like the infrastructure. It's like pretty much if you understand how the TV remotes work, it's exactly the similar technology where you have that infrared is beamed on your into your face along with few other pixel and other depth uh, which it can understand with respect to software uh, wherein they have their own uh, machine learning capability which the ML which they have added along with the so A11 the processor. So the ML <coughs> happens on the phone itself. Right, <coughs> yes. I mean, they whatever they... Uh, I think they even... Uh, said that the, whatever the facial data which they capture, right, right. Uh, that's not leaving your device. Uh, True. They are yeah. stored in a secure enclave on yeah. the phone. Yeah, it's like, like a touch ID. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's obviously much more uh, insecure. Right, yeah. They respect the privacy and all those yeah. things. Yeah, right, right. right. Uh, but I think uh, they also made sure that they address two aspects, which is, which is probably a problem with the existing uh, face recognition tech, what you see in 
the other android devices yeah i mean especially in the, in the market yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is like your it's like you, you can fool those devices with the photograph of a person right because they they don't most of the one what you have in market doesn't understand the depth of right, of yeah. the face and uh, they don't work on when you are in a dark uh, yeah, situation da- yeah yeah right, obviously so I mean, not even that uh, i think uh, even with your uh, specs on sometimes some of these yes right uh, so or if you change your spectacles yeah just change spectacles or hats or grow yeah. beard they don't continuously understand and learn you basically that's an another feature which you are looking right. at something but like but what i what i probably was much more impressed which we, i don't know whether you have to we have to test it is like even with like a professional face uh, mask right. company right right, right. Uh, something like the what do you see in uh, in the movies and stuff like yeah uh, even that they have tested yeah right and i that's something which i didn't understand i mean maybe because they do have a depth right because they yes. correct uh, like say it's like the mission impossible kind of thing right correct. you just yeah, change right. your face and it does have depth correct correct they? yeah so i don't know how they detected uh i mean i don't know about the success rate but the, the the success rate what phil schiller was talking about seems to be very high in terms of they are able to have a differentiation yeah. between the human and the mask and stuff no like and, and he was also saying this is far more secure in terms of the accuracy or even the uh, whatever the i mean the security factor of it is much more secure than touch id okay that's uh, what he was saying actually. yeah because you, we are like you are taking multiple probability into account actually you are not just But taking it, only the one it, aspect of it is it not a problem if if, if you are identical twin <laughs> yeah, th- that i think they announced actually yeah they clearly said they said uh, if you are if you are identical twin you disable the right. okay yeah. so that is something which they announced uh, and uh, the other uh, and i i, I want to mention this because i read this interesting tweet that yeah. i beat this guy so badly on his face that he could not laugh will that happen i don't know actually maybe right um i don't know actually so there are some very a lot of open questions around that is like in terms of like say for example if you have somebody who has got a uh, fire damaged skin yeah right right so that is something we don't know how the device will be able to i'm sure they would have done some testing but we don't know those cases or if there are people who have got vitiligo whose uh, skin tone changes basically basically uh, based on over the years and stuff like that. so we don't know those edge cases how much they are uh, they are looking at and also but i don't know if they are they are looking at the skin tone actually do they uh, i mean uh, skin tone may not be the one but in terms of your face appearance will change actually you have certain patches in some places and uh, as you grow there could be patches coming in from different places and stuff like but that but this being their primary mechanism to unlock the phone yeah. uh, that's something Probably but those are small market uh, market size yeah i mean yeah. those are probably uh, very small market yeah, size exceptional cases maybe. yeah uh, but i think what i'm more interested is like especially i use iris with this s8 and i am not happy at all with it okay most of the time it fails because yeah. i wear a spectacle yeah uh, it really struggles with your specs on right i especially really struggles when you're outside uh, when you're wearing like a sunglass or something okay. it doesn't work at all right right yeah and the I other big problem is like say you have to literally take it and keep an it angle at an angle yeah at an angle yeah. flat in front of your face it, it is very weird no i think that is where the the infrared beaming would kind of solve some of these problems but i think the spectacle problem might be there still actually i don't see that is going away because certain special glasses will block infrared actually if you are wearing certain kind of special spectacles which are like like the coolers especially uh they are kind of block infrared actually and i i somehow feel that uh, those kind of probably they should have definitely put in an option uh, either whatever room it is on the power button or somewhere in the back no you have an option five times you click on the side buttons it automatically disables the face id where you put in your pin number it should get yeah, you i mean pin yeah obviously pin yeah. is fine yeah so uh, that's that's their still but, uh, but the, what i don't understand is i think the facial thing has probably many issues Uh, practical issues you may face yeah there are several segments of market will also be affected there are a lot of women who live in middle east will be finding it yeah, difficult to use it. yeah, yeah. yeah. cuz they cannot take their burqa out and then authenticate it inside and get it I out i mean take even a case let's say in india right which is quite popular uh-huh. or uh, or i mean very good case is like when you are riding a, your motorcycle actually right. and you wear a helmet okay and you want to see quickly something 
how it will work with your helmet on actually right yeah, let's so say you want to even park on the side or maybe you're waiting for a signal yeah. you want to quickly check something yeah right yeah. <clears throat> i mean those are some very practical cases where yes touch id no i i they say with hat it works so with helmet also it should work helmet, technically i don't know how it will work because your entire face is covered right no not necessarily right so i mean i think so i'm not, I'm not sure so but there could be other problems there could be some there we have lot of people who are like having different customs and culture where like you have sikhs who wear different kind of turbans every yeah. day actually and there are different styles of turban people wear actually right yeah and there are some of them is close to the head some of them are like completely up front so i think there are a lot of market segments they are alienating with this actually which is like in terms of especially the middle east women will find it difficult and even there are a lot of men also in middle east i think they cover their entire face except the eyes and stuff like that yeah and uh, those could be smaller market and stuff like that but i don't know but uh, like Man, I, i feel it we is, keep adding yeah. these edge cases like one by one and we see that they are looking at something like a larger larger it is going to be larger group is going to be unsupported no, i i some of feel now apple has got into this sort of a mode where just for the sort of an aesthetic uh, uh, aesthetic design element mm-hmm. they are letting go a lot of very practical features right yeah. uh, we have seen that sort of this port uh, getting rid of ports in mac ah, which yeah. i feel is absolutely unwanted you buy a computer not for like say some aesthetic reason right i mean it it needs to be functional at the end of True, the day actually yeah. so i think this also looks to me like just because they want to get rid of bezels they have done all this circus to do this actually right see i mean the i mean there is no denial that uh, face id could be the future and that could be a better authentication and identification system for future there's no denial about it but uh, how do you build that comprehensively can it coexist with something like a touch id possibly maybe the second generation of this device i i i think they might even put a touch id along with face id also yeah i mean they should actually yeah. i mean there's an additional thing yes because there there are small there are maybe they have not looked at all these fringe markets which are like smaller uh, which are sitting outside united states but as the year progresses they start seeing this kind of uh, different different market segments coming in asking them back in terms of like okay i have this problem this problem this problem how do i resolve it and stuff like that so i think slowly probably they might start putting the coexisting between uh, touch id and uh, face id and stuff like that so that's what i feel i mean like if you are buying 10 i would suggest i mean i would probably if i'm in a place in the market to buy 10 then i would wait for another year to buy yeah obviously yeah see mm-hmm. how it goes proceeds wait for 10s or 11 whatever it is yeah and <laughs> probably see really see how market is receiving this it's not only the touch id we are also seeing all the other uh, Uh, right. there is somebody is celebrating diwali yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> right so so you how, so what do you think about the notch which is there on the top now yeah i really didn't like actually uh, oh, yeah. it probably is a hindrance when and it doesn't really give that edge to edge sort of a display feel mm-hmm. especially when you're reading or uh, i mean uh, more with video watching right you yeah. watch a video you just see this right hand something <laughs> i know I, I, i think with the video i think you should be able to i mean i think there the apps needs yeah will probably just hide them and stuff like that they'll yeah. probably put a black bar or like kind yeah. of things. so i even uh, i and box it a little yeah, i think that that's something is uh, i mean i i don't know why they went this sort of the extra thing just to say that okay, oh yeah we have the truest edge to edge bleeding display whatever it is right uh, i mean i don't know who is even looking for it it's okay to have a small bezel on your phone as long as it's smaller <laughs> and smaller i'm perfectly okay with sid just a small bezel yeah. i don't really miss I, i don't want to see edge to edge display <laughs> where all the thing i see on my phone is only display but i think this is a fascination even we i mean i remember saying the exact same thing with the essential phone also essential also has this camera which is like embedded into the ui and stuff like that. so i somehow i don't like them uh especially on the portrait it is little okay but if you're looking at the landscape it really yeah. sucks actually i mean and actually it's a joke guys if you see a video or a playing a game right unless the game as you said the game developer, the hides video it, developer yeah. does something yeah. extra to hide it it the, your focus just goes directly there 
it's not only for yeah, this display kind of, and you yeah. see a sort of a gap in the display your eye first goes there yeah and it is not mm. like completely a black bar there it is like a small where you have the other upper it's some sort of a sticker right yeah it's like upper <laughs> right corner and left corner you have something that the display continues <laughs> and in the between you don't have so. and what's the use of the display anyway right I mean that edge what you get yeah absolutely you're not going to see any some minute detail in that corner where yeah no I mean, this design is fine if they would have on the software if they would have taken care of the all the apps just adds a small black bar on the top uh, wherein i i feel which is the consistency like a, like a os level capability as an option just to always black it out right yeah but they have that capability but there's not going to be always black and out because i think the way they are looking at it the software is they want to embrace this gap basically like and do what I and the many of the apps are trying to embrace that right like you do what i mean the developer needs to go through the extra pain so they have to handle that part right? no i mean the developer will do it as it is but when they compile it automatically it make sure there is no ui elements are there but the problem is when you change from portrait to landscape and if you are using an app which is the scrolls and stuff like that it really looks like a joke when you when the, when you have a scrolling grid on that actually yeah <laughs> just like really right. on when you have one yeah, item yeah, right. coming in on top and second item automatically moving in <laughs> little some some five or six uh, Six centimeters inside and comes back, and this really looks ugly actually. And the scroll bar hiding disappears, disappears comes back. <laughs> I mean, the scroll bar disappearing. I mean, I saw some. Yeah, it's just really lousy. Actually. That's like really strange. Yeah. When you want to read, you know, suddenly <laughs> scroll bar is not. <laughs> so I like. I mean, I was just saying this when the, even the essential came. I really never liked it actually. So but i think uh, going back to our uh, the uh, whatever they call the depth camera right? right yeah i think some interesting thing they show which uh, one thing which i really liked is the animoji part right uh, i mean leaving the the little fun part uh, which is like all those emojis i feel it has a little deeper applications possibility okay <clears throat> especially if you want to like say <clears throat> do this kind of uh, i mean even if you want let's say capture a movie Uh-huh. <clears throat> I mean you speaking and you want to tell the story in a different character right right take right. for an example uh, many of this motion capture <clears throat> uh, uh-huh. technology what they use for making animated movies right 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 yeah that sort of possibility really excites uh, me at least right right yeah let's say i want to uh, capture a video and mm-hmm. i want to post it uh, but the video uh, will be like say i mean i use like a fictional character right right to yeah. tell a story yeah yeah that's like amazing capability you have True, especially yeah. uh, i think the apps needs to really explore that yeah i think right now it looks like it's tied down to i message but i don't know whether i'm sure they'll open up yeah um, i'm not sure about whether because once you start giving this uh, api access to this uh, depth part of your face and there could be a lot of things that devs can do in terms of storing the data and stuff like that so this really opens up into a lot of debate in terms of how far apple would like to give you give the third party devs mm. the ability yeah, to true. yeah the kind of that will be like kind of defeating Our apple themselves needs to do an app maybe they i think they are doing it because their uh, their app that i message app is that basically but not restricted to those emoji nonsense maybe good i don't know but i think something some serious app right uh, i mean i think the two demos which i remember seeing is the true depth camera capabilities one is that uh, animated emojis you said and the other one is the snapchat mask filters okay so yeah, yeah right yeah. Yeah, so those are again the those is, filters looks like they use the two true depth camera capabilities and stuff like that because like today if you look at any other ios device there's a small lag between or a gap between the mask and face actually if you take any other snapchat filter and then oh, you right, apply yeah, it yeah, yeah. there's a small it gap you can like. yes you can always see there are two different objects which are moving around but the new device on the new uh, i mean iphone 10 the demo which we saw the, the the filters look exactly applied on your face actually right, yeah. i think that can be only done possibility of using true depth apis i mean true depth 
camera capabilities and stuff like that. So I think they are probably looking at giving that API is what I feel actually. But in terms of how far they will give, what kind of and also points think, will be able to use. Uh, Something we have to they see. They really intelligently used it even for a new feature, what they call portrait lighting. Yeah. Uh, the, on the, the front end uh, selfie yes, camera. Right, so right. I think uh, it is, it is, it has the ability to do real-time lighting, lightning kind of uh, Correct, uh, yeah. I mean, scenario where you can have like a face uh, glow, glowed up, I mean, order the yeah, contour I mean, lighting, the stage lighting, yes, so many different Yeah, they're filters. just kind of, uh, one is filter, other one is they're trying to kind of tune the camera with the help of software where yeah. the kind of basic problems you and have. Like that is also because if they, they are able to uh, measure the depth of depth, your face. Yes. They're able to apply the lighting yeah. much more precise and it looks more natural. True. So it will be interesting to see what level of this true depth, AP, I mean the true depth camera capabilities given to third parties, both the camera apps or like messaging apps, what we saw in Snapchat case and stuff like that. So, and in terms of, are, will there be any like additional, uh, I mean, in terms of class wherein what you are allowed to say, what you are not allowed to say is kind of a, policy and stuff like that. I don't know. Which will be interesting to see how it moves forward when these kind of uh, things get documented and stuff like that. But right now, the way I look at it, uh, like maybe like 10% of the, I mean, if the, if the face ID is useless, like says, for example, 30,000 points, probably the true depth camera could probably give something like, not at that range, but probably slightly in a more Right. More, in terms of more random pixels, it could probably give, give you in terms of to understand the depth and then emotions and stuff like that. So, is what I feel, I mean, at this point of time, but we have to see how it moves forward and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, the other two, obviously, was, uh, they've introduced a new GPU now. Probably right. the very first time, right? The, the uh, A11. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a dedicated I mean, sorry, GPU. You're talking about the GPU, GPU their, yeah, yeah. their own design. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. That, that's one which will probably help game developers a lot. Right. And also it is going to help probably the augmented reality, which is another big thing which they are Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. pushing. Pushing it, yeah. Uh, I mean, the, uh, when you look at that, AR at this scale is not pushed into any consumer device. Uh, right, yeah. Beat Android or anything else. And I, I, I'm sure. I think uh, AR is, is like a capability at a OS level, right? If I'm not wrong. So even the older devices will be able to. Or no. uh, six may not be able to process it because uh, they, they they're basically using an additional machine learning chip, which is like All right. along with uh, with the A11 and stuff like that. So. Uh, I don't think the older devices will be able to do it because six. I don't think it can support. Probably the newer. Uh, 7S, I'm not sure really it can support or not, but uh, probably from 8, I think it should definitely support actually. Okay. But I think uh, ARKit uh, gives a lot of, I mean, opens up a lot of opportunities, um, especially for, uh, I mean, app developers. Right? Absolutely. I mean, so many different I was a little surprised uh, because we have been seeing, after the WWDC, we have been seeing so many real good AR demos by third party devs which is like IKEA, or so many other companies have been putting it outside. Um, I'm, I was a little surprised why Apple didn't go much about on that in the stage, uh, because we've been seeing this so many of them off, off side, outside, and it was a little surprising why Apple didn't go for that, actually. But I think it looks like this is more like a hardware-focused uh, event. It right? is. I mean, probably yeah. they covered some of it in the WWDC anyway. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so... I mean, the, the software part of the AR... Yeah, and 6 will the not support... Uh, I think it looks like it's going yeah. to be supported from 6S 6S, onwards. okay. Yeah, right. uh, and then obviously... Uh, I mean, and even the iPhone SC supports looks like that. Um, I, th I think even 6S probably will have some limitations with respect to AR. If it may not be fully... I don't know, actually. We have to see how it, how it goes. Yeah, so AR... I, I also see uh, enterprises using a lot... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there are so I mean, many of There them, are so yeah. many different yeah. use cases, especially in, in the medical field, yeah, yeah. Uh, in enterprises, in warehouses, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In, like say, in testing, designing, yeah. fashion, furnitures, yeah. so many uh, I mean, opportunities. Well, there have been like uh, so many uh, demonstrable apps. I mean, imagine uh, uh, like these online furniture stores in India also, right? right. Like not to the scale of IKEA, okay. uh, but I think they can very cleverly use this, correct? True. So yeah. if you if you are like say want to buy a couch and if you want to know I mean they, today they put a dimension 
yeah on the site and see you have to measure it correct correct yeah imagine you, if you can just superimpose on your uh, home yeah, i right think that's exactly ikea demo yeah, i remember I mean, putting it out that's yeah. brilliant actually yeah because you can dynamically change the color based on the wall and of your furniture yeah. and stuff like that. so i mean there are so many demos uh, i was really surprised why i mean apple didn't go in detail about it but anyway i mean um it's like more in terms of uh, they basically try to uh, s- explain in terms of how they are using some of the machine learning capabilities on their own uh, products which are like the camera and other things how they are able to optimize uh, using machine learning and ar to understand the depth and stuff like that so it was more demonstrated around that rather than moving into the third party and stuff like that but i mean air uh, moving at this scale to the consumer space is something which i have not seen at least and i think i i personally like the uh, opportunities and the applications of ar right, much right. more than vr actually vr somehow sounds to me more like very exclusive sort of thing for games uh-huh. and maybe for few other experience but i think ar has much more larger application possibilities Okay. And especially when it is natively integrated into a device without uh-huh. a need for an additional headset you have to wear. True. That, that's a kind of a killer feature yeah. just like basically. Uh, and I don't know whether uh, Google sort of missed this whole thing actually. I, I'm not sure. But, uh, I'm, I've not seen on the Android side. Uh, there's not much. I, I, I remember seeing a couple of them coming in now with the similar frameworks which are coming in, which is evolving. Uh, but uh, there is a couple of, I think October... Uh, 14th or 15th, there is a new Pixel device which is going to come in and stuff like that. So, uh, I, I'm not really sure. Because I think there are the other OEMs which is like in terms of um, right. uh, like uh, be it Huawei or uh, Snapdragon or all these guys are also kind of adding their own machine learning okay. uh, chips into the device and stuff like that. So, I think probably it's just a catching time for Android to pick up on uh, yeah. AR and VR side actually. Okay, I think we pretty much covered everything, I guess. Uh, um, the only thing is you want to touch a little bit about the air power. Yeah, the, the wireless charging, right? Yeah. yeah. Right, so, so, obviously, they uh, they are partnered with the... Uh, the Pixel the, Chi. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Q-Chi? Pixel Chi. Okay. It's pronounced as Chi. Chi, okay. Yeah. So, as their sort of uh, standard they're going to use and they're going to probably sell a lot of uh, accessories. Yeah, I, I, everybody in the market on the consumer spec who uses induction idea? technology as a charging mechanism, they're all using Chi, basically. Okay. So, you buy a Chi charger, you should be able to... charge any device which is like either you have a galaxy or iphone tomorrow whatever you have just should be able to charge and the air power is something which is like a single uh, bed where you can put like your uh, so that is apple's own uh, announcement maybe i guess yeah right? it's just in a, a charging station uh, which is called air power which is like which which can basically take more than one device you can put all of them in the bed and then they should be able to just charge your watch and then phone automatically on simultaneously i mean the, i think i remember seeing the demo which just covers basically your uh, the iphone 10 and uh, the watch 3 watch series 3 and airpods which has an additional accessory which right. can basically do a yeah i think it's probably a pretty good deal um, i don't know what going to be the price i'm sure it'll be priced a premium very high yeah, um, yeah. and it probably a good deal if you're having let's like, say a watch and a phone and your, yeah. all your earbuds and everything everything yeah right. uh, it may be a very good deal where you just put everything on a mat and forget about it yeah. right and once like as the as the promised or the la la land of this promise is that <laughs> every furniture in the world gets integrated with this and stuff yeah, yeah i mean you're talking about dining tables uh, in this has been told to me for last 4 years by various companies right <laughs> so i've been listening but i have been using the wireless charger which came with uh, s8 uh-huh. i am not uh, i mean a great user of it all right uh, okay. one is i felt it heats up the phone a lot yes it does actually uh, and then it takes longer than what yes. your traditional because this is charge. a tickle charger right yeah so maybe i mean if you want to leave it over the night yeah. and just dock it and leave Yeah. is one opportunity but i think if you want to quickly charge your phone i don't think this is a true right approach anyway true yeah uh yeah so so that's pretty much about air power uh did we miss anything else i guess that's it so let me ask you so you i know you're using 6 right yeah. so are you going to upgrade uh <laughs> i'll probably think about it 
uh, but i'm definitely not buying 10 actually okay 10 maybe 10 maybe 8 plus maybe a chance yeah you should buy 8 plus 6 yeah. looks too small no? yes <laughs> <laughs> so 8 plus might be a good candidate for me but i will not buy on a rush actually i will wait for some more time actually probably till january or something like that why yeah i just really want to see i'm not really want to see the device and experience it really uh, right, before okay. i'm buying it in a hurry and um, yeah, I'm, i'm sure by by january or even later this year december itself yeah. this may show up in india like, true i uh, i think this will probably show up even at uh, probably by november actually yeah yeah i think 8 is something device maybe yeah, 10 is completely ruled out for me because i'm not in yeah 10 I, i when i first looked at those legs i was sort of impressed but i think more and more i see uh, i don't know maybe they killed a few key aspects i mean if you uh, ask me i mean how I mean, good the device or the display is uh, until now i have that notch i cannot use the device i mean that, that, that's <laughs> not one thing but i think just my experience of using an android i mean s8 for a few months now okay the one thing i really miss is those uh, is a touch id uh, uh, okay. and just being there on the front right, it was right. so useful in many useful. cases yeah, right. now s8 i literally have to pick the phone put it put whatever your finger on the bag which is an irritating thing <laughs> or you have to take your phone and literally stick on your face so okay. and then sometimes even take your spectacles out right, so right, it right. recognize an iris okay those are absolute deal killers for me and, and just for that reason probably i'll never want to buy it i is a switch to the i mean what our face id could be future generation whatever but <laughs> i mean i don't think it's uh, there for me unless they have solved some of these things yeah. which i feel as you said i think they may take another one or two iterations yeah. for it to perfect yeah and uh, but i am definitely on the market for uh, i mean i said for series 2 also uh, watch 3 but yeah. i think 3 is more and more compelling for me yeah and if they come with the right sort of a deal with uh, with artel or whoever here in india okay i think that's something i'll definitely will yeah i am going to buy okay <laughs> but i think the another a lot of uh, justification around uh, what people around what have, what has been getting tweeted out and stuff like that would be between 7s and 8 there isn't much capability yeah, yeah. jump in terms of hardware and stuff like that so if you are using 7 or 7s there is no point in going for 8 actually you 7 plus you mean yeah if you are using 7 plus there's no point in buying 8 or 8 plus instead you should buy the 10 or something mm. like that but if you are using 6 i mean the only thing you get is uh, the the wireless charger which is i mean unless you really not need such a big deal big killer deal, killer maybe yeah. better processor maybe a better processor but i think between 7s and 8 8 i don't think you will see such kind of a difference i think so the recommendation be if you have just bought 7 any series of 7 yeah. 7 or 7 plus you should just hold on you just probably wait for hold on yeah maybe 10 if you really really need yeah. uh, maybe for and if you don't mind spending that extra better display 100 yeah uh, but i i don't think and it, as well I think if you can take too early to upgrade it yeah and you, as well if you can take a notch in your head then you should <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you cannot take a notch then don't know <laughs> Right. I think the notch is going to be debated quite a while I know <laughs> for at least I several months notches. actually <laughs> I hate notch I think probably developers have been still unleashed their anger on it I guess uh, <laughs> I mean, once that starts it's going to be fun so. yeah anyway that's our wrap uh, one of their apple's list like, yeah it's just kind of in a year one is just like uh, two ways it is big deal because one uh, is like 10 years 10th year device right. anniversary and uh, second it just got some kind of foundation blocks which is going to especially in terms of machine learning and ai yeah. which is kind of a foundation blocks for another 10 years and stuff like that. so right. in those two aspects this is like kind of on a key uh, right. exactly i mean the key differentiator in terms of what you have in market and what you don't have. and there are a lot of uh, innovation which they are doing around the radio is happening on the watch so that's kind of helping because we, when they were getting into watch i was thinking that and why are they getting into it and then and stuff like that but now i'm more and more convinced in terms of the health aspects of things which are getting built on the watch as well 
there are a lot of gsm innovation happening i mean like in terms of radio innovation happening on the watch is going to also move into phone later and stuff like that. so even the e sim or the antenna becoming the uh, which is the display becoming an antenna and stuff like that. so all that kind of innovation is going to kind of move from watch to is going to go one step right. higher to so what we have been seeing is that iphone is kicking ass of macbook pros and watch is going to kick ass of iphone so that's kind of the the hierarchy in which the things are moving in now okay i think that's pretty much all right bye bye